Here's today's federal newscast. The Senate narrowly passes a 2018 budget resolution with a 51 to 49 vote. Unlike the House version, the Senate's resolution does not include reconciliation instructions for the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee to make changes to the federal retirement system. It does pave the way for tax reform in the coming months. House and Senate members will go to conference to write a concurrent resolution. A big payday in that 2018 budget resolution could be heading the Defense Department's way. It gives $640 billion to the Pentagon. The amendment does not require Congress to offset the defense increases with domestic spending increases if lawmakers come to a budget deal on sequestration. President Trump has signed an executive order letting the Air Force order retired pilots back to active duty, but as Federal News Radio's Jared Serber reports, the Air Force has no immediate plans to use the authority. Trump's order on Friday invokes a section of federal law that lets the military recall retired officers during times of national emergency. A Pentagon spokesman had said the order was signed to help solve what the Air Force has termed a crisis in its pilot manning levels and that it could be used to recall up to 1,000 retired pilots. But an Air Force spokeswoman said on Sunday that while the service appreciates the extra authorities, it does not have any plans to use them. Jared Serby, Federal News Radio. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy threatens agency leaders with subpoenas if the committee does not get answers on private email use for conducting official business. The committee's original request set a deadline for October 9th. Gowdy says 16 agencies did not provide sufficient information. A law firm formally contracted by the General Services Administration and the operation managing the Trump Old Post Office building is still getting inside information. GSA's Inspector General says Kavanaugh and Reno continue to receive confidential business information about the Trump company, even though the 2012 contract has been terminated. It wants management to take appropriate action. Better data could help solve one of VA's biggest problems. The Veterans Affairs Department needs a better data management system. The Government Accountability Office says VA lacks a way to count how many contract physicians and medical residents it has on board at any given time. The department also has problems with the systems it uses to measure doctors' workloads, meaning VA can't track how productive its medical centers actually are. And it can evaluate which recruitment strategies are working best. VA says recently it has about 35,000 full-time vacancies. I'm Nicola Grisco. Cyber criminals are targeting many government domain names. The cybersecurity firm Agari says 25% of emails claiming to be from federal agencies are fraudulent, and 90% of the 400 domains it protects have been targeted with deceptive emails appearing to come from a federal agency. A recent directive from the Homeland Security Department orders all federal domains to implement domain-based message authentication, reporting, and conformance, or DMARC, policies. Federal employees have newly expanded representation at the highest levels of the labor union movement. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Following weekend voting, the American Federation of Government Employees now has two members on the 55-member executive council of the AFL-CIO. Newly elected was George McCubbin III, AFGE's national vice president for California, Nevada, Arizona, and Hawaii. He's a 27-year veteran of the U.S. Border Patrol and was president of the National Border Patrol Council. AFGE President J. David Cox was re-elected to a four-year term. I'm Tom Temin. NASA may need to address its management issues for its human space travel programs. The Government Accountability Office says the agency's attempt to merge its three space flight programs into one system creates oversight challenges, making it difficult to gauge the program's success. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.